wouldn't matter to me if you did do violence on somebody. I ain't scared of shit. That's right. That's the opening. That's how you open the free water podcast right there, folks. It's a yeah. And then it's a yeah. That sounds like a hip-hop song from the 90s. It's a yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it could even be just a group that P. Diddy managed at one point, And we're going to get into that on this show. And this episode, if I'm being honest, guys, it is going to be much like the King Von episode where... I think it was called Nothing Deep Dives, but it was the episode where I discussed this <laughs> YouTube fucking rabbit hole I found myself in, and uh, today is going to be relatively the same in that aspect, meaning I'm probably going to talk about some stuff you've never heard of before, but isn't that the interesting thing? Isn't that what a lot of podcasts are missing? Give me something I haven't heard of before. Don't just read news articles. Tell me a story. Right? And that's sort of where we're at now. I'm, I'm literally in this rabbit hole, and I'll be honest. I was trying to figure out how I got to the rabbit hole, and I don't really have any idea. So I'm going to guess, and we're going to get into that, dude. I got all kinds of fun stuff today. We got podcasts that are basically made for pussies. That's pretty exciting. I got a whole list of those. It's not a whole list, but it's a decent list. It's a podcast that's not going to hurt anyone's feelings per se, right? Like, you could watch the podcast and be like, oh, these guys are keeping it clean. You could sell this podcast to a network, right? And then we have actual podcasts. We got some more Diddy stuff and then a whole bunch of this person that you've probably never heard of because I didn't hear of uh, up until I found myself in this rabbit hole. But you know where you are. You're in the jungle, baby. The jungle known as free water. Which in that case it would be a aqua jungle, right? Either way, I'm the shark and <laughs> fucking stupid. I hate the show. I hate it. Uh, let's go. Free water, bitch. Sense for a guy who hates the water to live on an island, either. You go in the water, sharks 
right? I don't know. That's something, right? Somebody did that in a movie. But anyways, guys, we do have some fun stuff to talk about today. I feel like I've been on a roll here lately. You know, the numbers aren't saying so. Because I remember back in the day, I could I could mention a name and boom, fucking extra 200 listeners, right? 200 plays. Now, I do basically whole episodes, fucking the same numbers as, as usual, right? It's like I, ha- I have to mention Dick Masterson, you know? <laughs> I have to just say the word... The words Dick Masterson, Danny Masterson's brother, right? They like the same thing as brothers do. I just think, I don't think that's his name at all. I don't think Dick is his name. I don't think Masterson is his name. Damn, maybe I am that clever. Maybe I figured it all out, folks. But, you know, I've talked about Carl. I've mentioned Shuli. I've talked about Zumach. I've I, I've done all these things, and yet... Characters like this back when I first started would get me fucking, you know, double the numbers. I mean, I talked about that fucking steel toe a-hole, whatever the fuck his name is, Aaron Imaholte, I'm Holt, whatever the fuck his name is. Either way, your first name's Aaron, and the last thing I've ever, uh, truth be told, the last name I've ever thought that was a cool name was Aaron. Even in, in elementary school, I had two or three different friends with the name Aaron, and they were all spelled relatively the same. But the double A always confused me. Because even when I would write it, I'm like, this just feels weird. Putting two A's, dude? (laughs) Like, your whole life? And you can't do anything to fix it. You can't do anything to shorten it. You can't do anything to be like, hey, this is my nickname. Call me double A. Call me A. Call me A cups. You know, whatever it is. He does have A cups. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. And something's holding those perky bitches up. Um, But yeah, guys, I I guess I want to start by saying this. There are people, and I've encountered them on Twitter through my great job awesome shit, that don't get my sense of humor. And that could be because they come from an Opie and Anthony era of humor, you know, meaning that they're old as shit, so they're not going to get my sense of humor. Because I put a joke out recently on my Twitter where I said, I'm getting sick and tired of all these chefs getting famous. When I was a kid, the only popular chef I knew was Oscar Mayer. Okay? Now, that's a basic joke, obviously, because who's putting their gold material on Twitter anyways, right? That's a stupid move. What, so you can take it and pretend that it's your fucking own? Nah, I'll save that for my podcast. You guys steal enough shit from this fucking thing as it is. So I put this joke out there, and one of the first comments I got was from a dude who calls, I guess his name is Rocky. I don't know, he at least goes by Rocky on fucking Twitter, but he said, you didn't, no, I think the first one was from another guy who literally has baloney on his face. And I'll get to that in a second. But he said, you didn't consider Chef Boy RD? I'm like, oh, wait. So you thought the better version of the joke is to go with the most hacky line possible. Right? That's so hacky that it sounds like a joke I've already heard. You know? I've never heard anybody start a joke by saying they, they're, they're tired of chefs getting famous. Okay, so that's not hack. And then I switched the... And then he goes and he makes, he makes fun of the fact that he had to think in the joke. He called me M. Night Shyamalan. He said you had to M. M Night Shyamalan the payoff? Yeah, motherfucker. That's what weeds out you retards. That's what gets rid of you stupid fucks. 
The ones that don't get it and have to overanalyze it and dissect it are the ones that don't need to be around. I'm not looking for you. This content isn't for you. It's above your head, son. That's why you got baloney on your face. Okay, that's why you, the funniest thing you could do is take a picture of yourself holding a gun pointed at a river saying, Oh, catching fish, going fishing is easy. Like, yeah, that's your type of humor. I get it. It's an Opie and Anthony era that you come from. But my shit me means you have to think. There, this is a joke that's funny on multiple levels if you get it, okay? Number one, Oscar Mayer has never claimed to be a chef. Number two, is Oscar Mayer a real guy? Number three, I'm saying that I am so trailer trash, I don't like chefs getting famous because I grew up eating bologna and hot dogs. It's funny on multiple levels. <laughs> and what's not funny is when some fucking nitwit from nowhere comes in swinging trying to pretend like, oh, this fucking guy, he actually said that, I can't believe this guy, actually I can believe that he missed on this job. Missed? What the fuck you mean missed? Because I didn't say Chef Boy RD? That's funnier to you somehow? I'm not writing jokes for you. It's that simple. And I'm certainly not sitting here writing jokes for Twitter. I found a joke that I was like, this is fucking lame. Let's put this out there. Added my own little twist to it, and there you go. I just put out another... I put out several jokes here recently, but this is the only one the motherfucker had to analyze and feel like he had a better punchline. And when I said I found the joke, I mean in my multiple saved jokes within my memos on my phone, right? I found this joke. I'm like, okay, I can I can add some different things, switch it up a little bit, and put it on Twitter. There you go. I didn't find somebody else's joke and be like, well, here's how I can make it my own. Don't try to twist it into that. Where was he on the Andrew Schultz joke? You know, I posted a joke where I said, I don't have a perfectly athletic body, but I do know that I've done enough push-ups in my life to never have a chest like Andrew Schultz. The guy looks like a scarecrow covered in raincoat material. Okay, where were you on that joke? You can't analyze that joke? You gotta analyze the joke about being trailer trash and thinking that Oscar Mayer's a chef? It's stupid. I get that. Why can't you? And that's what makes doing this podcast shit so hard is there's so many of you motherfuckers out there that are like, I get him. And then two seconds later, you're like, he's an idiot. But you're like, you don't get it then. And I'm not even saying that as if I'm somehow better than anybody. I'm simply saying you don't get it. Because you don't. If I have to explain it in any capacity, whether it's to a guy who pretends that he works on motorcycles, but there's no way he can feel his feet. <laughs> it's true. I'll show you a picture. That guy's picture is definitely going to be in the uh, upcoming Are You Garbage uh, video for Great Job Awesome. You'll see him. And this is the guy that he's like, motherfucker, I just don't get your your attempt at jokes and we'll just leave it at that. Like, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there. Like you had something more clever to say. I called him West Coast False Chompers because he looks like he's got fake teeth and he's got a big old beard. And I also called him ZZ Bottom. Like, if you wanted to get roasted, bitch, talk shit with a real account. Hiding behind a baloney mask isn't fucking going to work. Hey, look, man, I live by the water and I drink Budweiser in a koozie. Ain't I cool and funny? No, just sit back and watch everybody else do the funny. Okay? It's my job. You haven't earned it. But what I really want to recognize here is, even if you don't think I'm funny, you don't like my jokes. There is, there is, no, you don't like my personality even. That's, fuck off. I don't give a shit. That, that means nothing. What has to be acknowledged, at the very least, is my creativity. Okay? 
even if I'm not funny, there aren't many shows out there that also make their own music, that also make their own art for their shows. They go out of their way and they pay somebody to do it and they hope that it's what they want. They probably get sent three designs from some random Fiverr account and they pick the one they like the most. And then they pay $200 for it. And then that's your identity forever. But I'm creative enough to say at a certain point, let's switch everything up and be completely different than we were before. I mean, even the stuff that I'm doing right now as far as this podcast, as far as the YouTube channel is different than anything I've done before. Whether you like it or not, it's still me. You know what I mean? I've never denied the fact that I'm not a nice guy, that I'm an asshole. But, in the end, all it takes is for somebody to be nice to me. You get what you give. Alright? You get what you give. And like I told you guys, I don't know, probably seven episodes ago, it's like I get to a point where... You get these offers, you get these different things, these different people that would like you to work with you or do things with you or whatever, and because of the shit that I've already been through with these fucking idiots trying to troll me in that aspect, it all feels fake now. And I told you in the recent episode that I had got offered to have a video sponsored on my YouTube channel. And keep in mind, we're not even at 600 followers still. I don't have 600 subscribers on YouTube. I don't have that. But I'm still getting an offer from some company to advertise their stuff that's weird they must really enjoy what I do or have no fucking idea who I am <laughs> but either way I did get that email response the guy finally did respond and he's talking about paying anywhere from 500 to $10,000 that's how much you can make for a fucking ad in a podcast dude I would have sold out a long time ago if I knew that you know what I mean I would have sold out in a heartbeat doggy <laughs> You'd have been hearing Manscaped in every one of these fucking episodes, dude. You'd hear a Manscaped ad in a 60-second clip that I did. I'd wear fucking Manscaped. <laughs> We're selling out, guys. We're out of here. Let's go make this fucking money. Because that's the thing that you guys don't realize. It's like, if I had the money, if you guys were giving me the legit money, something that's a livable wage... I would spend more time listening to Carl's podcast. I would spend more time diving into what Chad Zumach does. But because I don't have those funds... Gotta get it somewhere. Gotta get it somewhere. It's not here. It's not the metal vocals. It's not Patreon. But if you guys get me up to a certain level, guess what we get to do? Everything you've ever, everything you've thought that I wouldn't do. Okay? They want me to play the game. I'll play the game. But I, it's not a free game. Right? Like, this is gonna cost some fucking tokens. If I'm gonna put in legit labor hours... Of sitting and listening and watching and researching all these fucking goofy idiots so I can roast them. Like you want me to. Then those numbers on the Patreon have to, they have to go up. They have to jump. They have to move. And not just because one of the fucking biggest trolls I ever had killed his girlfriend. Okay, that was the biggest jump I had on Patreon because all you suckers thought that I was going to talk about it. And little did you realize, I've talked about it almost every day since. I mean, the day that he, like, two days after he got arrested, I got a Facebook friend request from him. Sorry, dude. I got no money for your Patreon. <laughs> I 
So that's also a thing I have to think about when it comes to people that say, I like your shit. I love your contrary opinions. You should do stand-up. This guy's roast jokes are great. When people say that shit to me, to me as well, I'm still like, <laughs> you're just lying. You're just lying. Or you're saying nice things to stick around. Okay? Or to still be able to view the content. Because almost anybody that's said negative shit to a certain degree has been booted. Like, you don't even get to see it. The best place you can see it is on Carl's podcast. That's it. Okay? I mean, it boils down to the fact in my head that it's like, guys, I'm so goddamn creative and good at this. It's almost a shame that there's so many people out there more successful at it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's a goddamn shame. I'll throw another Twitter thing out there for you guys. Some of you might know that I worked with this comedian uh, multiple times. I worked with him on the 9-Minute Podcast. I worked with him on Do You Party. I worked with him on Are You Hungry? But it does look like the one comedian, Dalton Pruitt, has made a return. I don't know if that means he's doing spots. I don't know if he's doing stand-up at all. I don't know if that means he's only on Twitter. I don't know if other people are aware. But the man's out there. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I can't remember his at thing, but... But anyways, the new video, uh, surprise, that will be coming out for Great Job Awesome, will be about Are You Garbage? And the one thing that I didn't mention in the video, which I wish I would've, and it's exclusive to you guys right here, is I invited H. Foley on Do You Party when Are You Garbage was still with Gas Digital. Okay, I sent him an invite, told him what the basic the basis around the show was, and that it, his show helped inspire the show, and he agreed. He said, fuck yeah, dude, I'd love to. He'd love to be a guest. But did he ever respond again? Nope. So, fuck him. Okay? That's why you're getting a video, guys. And I do give them a lot of credit, because it is a podcast based around being trash, and oh... I'm trash. I was. I still am. I mean, how many of you guys wear a shirt in your own house? I walk around 99% of the time in my home with a shirt on. I have a shirt uh, with my shirt off. I have my shirt on right now while I'm podcasting, and this is probably the first in months, maybe years. Why? What's the point? You know what I mean? What is the point? I'm in my home. This is what this is what this is true freedom. To walk around shirtless, play some Fortnite with no with no shirt on, you know what I mean? Stay cool. In both senses. But before our next break, I want to say this. I brought up podcasts for pussies, which I thought was a very fun and interesting uh, take on certain shows as well as like actual podcasts because there's podcasts for pussies like people that they just want to giggle right they want to be able to put this on their bluetooth speaker and nobody's going to get hurt by the jokes most people's not but most people still not going to get the, the the jokes but they're not going to do anything that's going to make somebody roll their eyes okay and the podcast for pussies i like to consider them hey babe you might have heard of Hey Babe. It's uh, Sal Volcano and Chris Stefano, two of the wannabe most cleanest comics in the world. 
Like, if you watch the Andrew Schultz video that I just put out on Great Job Awesome, I use Steve from I from Blue's Clues, the original Steve. I use him as my photo for Chris Stefano because that's what I think he is. Like, he's this softcore fucking New York comic that's doing anything he can to get a TV show, dude. Anything he can to be on TV, dude. It is crazy. I, I make fun of Sam Morell and Mark Norman for sort of being those kind of comics that just want to get their late night sets in and shit. They want to get famous so bad so they don't have to work as hard. And Chris Stefano is fucking top tier. This dude is doing everything he can to avoid doing stand-up comedy. And that's fine, dude. But that's kind of what women do when it comes to comedy. They get into comedy to do anything else but comedy. So, podcast for pussies. You get it. Um, I also, I mean, not even just comedy. Sorry, let me clarify. To get out of stand-up, okay? They'll do comedy. They'll be the funny guy in a sitcom, but they don't want to fucking sit down and have to write jokes for a stage or a tour. Uh, the second podcast for pussy for pussies, I think, is uh, Jeremiah uh, Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, this guy says frig, uh, and yet and yet his co-host on Scissor Brothers is Bobby Lee's brother. And you're you're holding back from saying fuck and saying frig. <laughs> and that's not for pussies. Come on, man. He just got a haircut of a fucking eighth grade boy. And now he's fuck. He's come on, get out of here. I also think are you garbage? Is very very close to that podcast for a pussy type of situation where, yeah, it's funny. It has its moments, but it's also built around the idea of actually being a TV show, game show. They're not saying anything too crazy. Where are you from? Did you fucking brush your teeth in the shower? You know what I mean? What'd your dad do? Girl, yeah, that type of shit. Very pussy behavior. But actual podcast, I consider Legion of Skanks, of course. You know, they do that shit live in front of an audience. That in itself makes it hard to, uh... It should make it harder for them to want to toe the line, but it doesn't. Live in New York, in front of a crowd, doing this podcast, it's very, it's very well done. YKWD was one of these that I considered an actual podcast back when it featured a bunch of guests at once. Now that, now that it's just Bobby and one guy? Uh, what are you, Rogan? You know, don't try to be Rogan now. It's too late. Uh, I also think Skeptic Tank is an actual podcast because unlike a lot of these other shows, he if he has an ad f for an actual sponsor, it's a joke. And he'll also make fake ads. But he's also very good at the show. He's always got a little notebook where he, he writes down questions that he's going to ask in the future or questions that he already had for the guy. It's very well done. Ari takes this shit seriously, and I like that. One of the few guys, I believe, that do podcasts from, like, the Great Wall and shit. Now, I would put YMH, okay, your mom's house, in in the category of an actual podcast. But there's so many fucking ads, dude. So many ads. Tom's wife is not funny. The fucking asshole producers either laugh too much or don't like look like they like their job and they had they they will put out episodes without a guest like some sort of sick fucking gag like have a guest 
That's the only way the show's good. I promise you. The only way the show's good. Have a guest. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm on to the next one. I'm not watching. And then if you also have a shitty guest, like what, fucking Joey Diaz was just on Are You Garbage? Like, anybody that Rogan has had on his, his show more than five times, you don't got to have him on Are You Garbage? Because we already know. We already know. Okay, so at the top of this episode, I mentioned this rabbit hole that I found myself in that I can't figure out how I found myself in it, okay? I have an idea that it might have had to do with this hip-hop conspiracy iceberg bullshit that I watched. Now, it was entertaining. It was all well and good. It was fine. About three hours long. But I feel like by watching that, it led me down this other hole. And if you guys aren't aware, Jamie Foxx is currently dealing with something in the hospital. As far as we know, he has recovered to a certain degree of being able to at least communicate. But what happened? What actually happened? And from what I had seen within this rabbit hole is a lot of people are claiming that Jamie Foxx has some sort of details on P. Diddy parties, okay? So young Sean Puff Daddy Combs has these extravagant million-dollar parties, and of course a lot of shit goes down there that these celebrities probably don't want out, okay? There's video of Jamie Foxx talking about New Music Hour, where they, they brought in Drake for the first time, Ed Sheeran slept on Jamie Foxx's couch or at his studio. He said Nick Cannon stayed at his house. And you're like, why? I don't understand. That's very Illuminati behavior, folks. You're telling me that if I was a singer-songwriter who had, you know, a million followers on Twitter, if I wanted to get an actual record deal, I got to sleep at Jamie Foxx's house for a, a certain amount of time? Why? That's fucking weird. It's like, if I'm not related to you, why am I sleeping in the studio? Maybe Ed Sheeran was forced to come up with a hit. Something they could sell before he was allowed to leave the studio. This sounds very dungeon-like behavior, right? Very much, uh, there are powers out there that will do whatever it takes to manipulate a cash flow, right? Now, 
it also stems into Jay-Z and how there's all these great rappers that came about and disappeared. And then all of a sudden now Jay-Z is the best in New York. And then once somebody else from New York starts to get as good or better, he comes out of retirement. I mean, we all know about Beyonce and all that crazy shit that's went on with her and naming the daughter, you know, Blue Ivy, which is allegedly born living under evil. Illuminati's very, very youngest, something like that. Um, so, yeah, of course, I got stuck in this rabbit hole on P. Diddy and whether or not these parties happen. And there's gay activity that allegedly takes place, you know, uh, Stuff that happened between him and Usher, P. Diddy and Justin Bieber. Like, I'm sure Kevin Hart was a part of this. And I bring this up because it's a good way to sort of let you know where I'm headed. Because the rabbit hole that I found myself in features a person that I've never heard of before in my history of life. Okay? In no way, shape, or form have I ever heard this name. Have I ever seen this face? Have I ever heard this voice? But this voice stood out amongst all the other voices talking about the same thing. And this is where you guys might just cut the fuck out. Because you might not have any idea what this means, who this person is, what this is about. But it also might interest you enough to go out of your way and do your own research and look into these people and be like, wow, is she crazy? Or is she speaking straight facts? I don't know. I don't know, but I like the humor that's surrounding it, okay? And there's allegedly this upset singer, okay? At least to my mind, named Jaguar Wright, okay? Jaguar. Her name's Jaguar. And it's pretty clear that she spent way too much time scrolling the internet. Because after a three-hour interview with this podcast or YouTube channel called Real Life Productions, she spent four months running and hiding out of sheer paranoia. Okay? To me, she's just an older version of Amanda Bynes with tinges of Cat Williams. It's somebody that the industry isn't interested in, so they got to create their own controversy to be relevant. But in Amanda's case, it was apparent drug use and terrible tattoos for Jaguar it seems to be random conspiracies with no proof other than her word and saying she has proof right she talks about soldier boy and 50 cent having a relationship she talks about people sending her videos of fellatio between so and so you know all these bigger names than herself right all these much bigger names than she is even associated with at this point Okay, that's where it comes off as just another crazy person who who had their shot in the industry and it didn't pan out and she's upset about it and she's going to use whatever fucking random controversy she can think of to put these people in their place because they didn't make her rich. You know, Mariah Carey happens to be one of her targets. You know, she'll talk about how Mariah Carey fucked her way into the business, fucked her way to the top. Sucked her way to the top. But then you have to think, like, Mariah Carey is the second best singer, female singer in history next to Whitney Houston. So what you're saying is you are as good as Mariah Carey, but because you wouldn't suck a dick to get to the top, you didn't make it. Horseshit. 
If you were as good or anywhere near as good as Mariah Carey, whether it's songwriting or simply singing somebody else's fucking lyrics, you'd be relevant. And my point with bringing up the name is it's like if you were anybody, more people would know who the fuck Jaguar is. If I knew of anybody in the hip-hop industry, R&B industry, named Jaguar, I think I would have remembered. Don't remember ya. I think most of us watch Jay-Z's Unplugged on MTV. Don't remember you. Have no idea who you are. Don't remember your face. Isn't that weird? There's people old as me or older than me that don't know who the fuck you are. She apparently has a song called The What Ifs. Never heard of it. I don't know one fucking word for The What Ifs. Okay? It gets even crazier, too, because... It seems to me if she had a job singing for the last 10 years, she wouldn't be interested in telling all of these alleged stories. She is so paranoid after all the shit that she's made up that she's simply making up cir circumstances that probably don't even exist. For instance, at one point she tells a story about these Mexican guys following her while she's walking a dog or something. Her husband's in the car and then they end up in like this fucking chase. And you know what this sounds like? It sounds a lot like Cat Williams. It sounds like... A a lot of the things that these people, these crazy people from the industry have said for years. This isn't new shit. Oh, there's a, there's a gay thing going on he, over here. There's Illuminati over here. There's fucking secret blood sacrifices over here, right? It's not anything new. And she thinks she's exposing people because she's putting a, her face into it. And she, she like claps when she says stuff. She, uh, she does these really weird faces when she thinks she says something profound. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's... I came up with a new term. That's not... I don't know. That's not something... I can't remember the word she said, but she put pimp in the middle of it. Like P-I-M-P. Pimp. She put it in the middle of a word and she like put her hand on her hip like, huh, you guys ain't ever heard nothing like that before, huh? Right? I'm super creative. Fuck the industry. It's just another person who, who had their shot, failed, and nobody wants to work with anymore. It gets so much deeper, too. Let's keep going. Honestly, with the paranoia, to me, that's that's expected. That's expected because guys like David Icke, right? Randy Quaid. Uh, what's the fucking WikiLeaks guy? Okay? These guys, they, it's the same thing. It's just, They're trying to kill me. They're after me. Uh, I said this and this. And it's like you're hyping up the own, your own controversy when there is none. Nobody's paying attention to you. Sure, the video got 1.8 million, but it's not 1.8 million people that are believing every fucking thing you say. People are interested in it because it's so crazy that there's almost no way it can be true, right? It's so criminal. Everything that's happened is so criminal, and yet, because she's spilling the beans, we're supposed to just take it as, as fact? If that was the case, then so would the courts, right? So would the government, you know? But because she's on the internet, there's enough dumb people on the internet to be like, fuck yeah, Jaguar. Tell him how it is. P. Diddy is gay. <laughs> it's like, what fucking difference would that make anyways? What difference would that make? Just because he's gay, somehow now he's now it's different that he's a, a billionaire fucking record producer? He's bad at managing fucking artists? All of a sudden he's fucking sacrificing people and shit? It's just weird to think that that somehow makes a person bad. Because he's gay, he's a bad guy. That's basically what she's saying. And then she tries to throw in details about 
people that he had relationships with. And then you're like, all those people seem to be of age or much older than him. Like Clive Davis, one of the, I don't know, he was involved as well. Very fucking weird shit. None of you guys are going to have any idea what, what is going on here. Look into it. It's a three hour. There's two of them. And I watched three hours of this woman talking. And the one thing that I took away from this was, hey, you seem to know a lot about uh, a lot of other people's lives. What do you, what about you? Who are you? What do you do? This is a clear sign of somebody who's spent way too, way too many fucking years not working, living off royalties for some one-hit wonder song or some fucking, you know, ooh, ooh, that she put in a Jay-Z song, right? And then just spent time on the internet. Otherwise, why would you be so deep in these other people's lives if you didn't spend all this time on the internet? She's fucking scrolling all day long. This person said this. This Oh, you don't actually know Jay-Z like I do. You don't know Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy like I do. But you know what I mean? Like, psycho shit. And the crazy thing is, is it's going to continue to happen because there's a lot of these artists, right? Don't get me wrong. Some of this stuff could very well be true. Some of these people could have certainly been killed for another person's uh, success. But when you're just a person who happened to be in the industry who's got kicked out of the industry, has not done anything in 15 years, it's hard to believe that you, of all people, would have any information. Why would you have inside information? Who the fuck are you? Who are you? Right? It would be it would be a completely different thing if, like, Machine Gun Kelly came out and was like, fucking P. Diddy's fucking... He's up to no fucking good. He's he's gay. Whatever the fuck it is, it would make more sense because, by God, he's relevant. You know, that's why I brought up the Amanda Bynes thing because even if she was to come forward and be like, Dan Schneider was this weird foot fetish creep and all this shit, you're like, well, fucking, you're too far gone for anybody to trust anything you say. You're doing whatever you can to be relevant again, and that's exactly what I feel like she's doing. Now, whether the things are happening or not happening after her random interviews where she has to talk about everyone else's career because she doesn't have one, whether her allegations are true, you have to prove. Otherwise, you just seem bitter. And it's clear there are many channels exploiting her ignorance. You just type in Jaguar Wright into YouTube and there's 15 fucking channels that come up talking about this woman. Apparently, she was in The Roots, which again, you're like, what, what do you mean, the band from Jimmy Fallon? Did they do anything else besides make instrumentals? I have no idea. I didn't know they would need to have a singer. I didn't know. Does she know Questlove? Does she know Jimmy Fallon? Right? Because then that's what it gets into. Is she's like, oh, fuck Jimmy Fallon. Like, Jimmy Fallon has no idea who you are, bitch. Not a clue. There's probably several members of the Roots current lineup that have no idea who she is. Like, who's this? who's a woman that calls herself Jaguar? What's her deal? <laughs> of course she's got ex-husbands You know what I mean But what I what I really was thinking is that She doesn't get anything out of this at all Okay, she gets a little bit of attention She gets to look like she's An insider somehow She's revealing stuff that we didn't all know about R. Kelly <laughs> You know what I mean So like I said if she was If she wasn't simply desperate to be remembered She's doing it because she doesn't have a career anymore and blames it on everyone else but herself. She also claims that she quit being famous to piss off her now ex-husband. She literally said that. 
She's like, oh, this guy was living off me, cheating on me, doing, uh, 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 right? So now, I'm going to take all of that, that money away, that ability to live off me away by just simply giving up my career. Bullshit. Bullshit. No fucking way. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's not a way a person gets back at somebody. You don't go from saying, hey, you were, you were able to live a decent life off of the money that I'm making for a job that's really fucking easy. I'm going to stop doing it. So that way, guess what? We both struggle. That doesn't make any sense. That's a bullshit claim. You gave up your career? No, bitch. They took it away. You weren't doing anything relevant. I mean, she claims things, there were things, that, like she put out an album when she was five months pregnant, and it's like nobody heard your album. Not one person. And then she's going to go and sit there and talk about Saweetie and her fucking numbers, talk about these other hip-hop artists that aren't getting the numbers they deserve because of X, Y, and Z. It's like, didn't you put out albums that got you nowhere? Because no one knows who Jaguar Wright is. I've never met a person that was like, oh, man, have you heard Jaguar Wright's new joint? No. Because there's a thousand other women that outshined her. Iggy Azalea, Missy Elliott, right? Fucking Pink, Eve, Maya, right? When was she around? In the 90s? Aaliyah? Everybody was killing her. Whatever Beyonce's group was called, TLC, everybody was smashing this woman. You never had a chance. If you think you sang as good as Mariah Carey, why couldn't you compete? If you came from being in the roots, why couldn't you compete? There's no excuse there. You had the ability to make the same quality of music, write the same quality of lyrics. Why didn't you do it? Oh, to get, to make your husband mad? Women be evil. Women be evil. This woman's so evil, she gave up her entire income and possibly, her entire career and income to possibly make this guy mad. And now look at her. Had she done that and then somehow divorced this guy and then turned her career around, start putting out more music and producing and starting a label and all this shit, it'd be a different thing. But she didn't. She didn't come back until she decided to say, fuck the industry, I'm taking everybody out with these random things that I, I'm, these random allegations about people that are much more popular than myself. And like I said, you'd think you'd, rem you'd remember somebody who was famous with the name Jaguar. There's no one else in the history of famous people with the name Jaguar. Okay? And if she was some artist that could compare herself to Mariah Carey, then why don't I know who she is? Because of, all of us know who Mariah Carey is. We should at least have a little knowledge on the what-ifs. I should have a little bit of an idea of even the rhythm. And I don't, I don't. You know why? Because it wasn't ever played on the radio, probably. Okay? I bet the thing is sitting at a clean 600,000 views on YouTube, and it's been on there for eight years. You know what I mean? But the song's been out for 25 years. Like, she's so mad at everybody else's success, but she's not successful herself because she gave it away to make her husband mad. That's the excuse she leaned on. I gave it up. No, they didn't want you no more. Okay? 
It's only a matter of time before J.C. Chazé from NSYNC comes out and starts talking these fucking same conspiracies because he wants to be relevant again. Or did he just make enough money for it not to matter? She just seems to be like, hey, I need... Look, it's to the point where she's not even in singing anymore. She's starting some Deladelphia bullshit where it's some fucking weird channel that they're going to spout off random conspiracies like Alex Jones. You know what I mean? It's the, sa- it's the same thing I've seen before. She looks exactly like any other blackballed artist ranting on TikTok. You know what I mean? Gray beard and shit talking about P. Diddy's the one that had Biggie killed, man. Like, that's exactly what you're doing. You look like a fucking clown, and everybody that you think is on your side is clowning you. Like, this doesn't make any sense. You look foolish. How do you, how do you not, what, I mean, give us proof one time. Is all I say. Give us proof one time and then more people would definitely lean your direction. But at this point, it's just nonsense from an artist who wishes to be still in the industry. If you were still making money, if you still had a job for the last 20 years, we wouldn't be hearing about this from you. You wouldn't be making any of these claims, would you? It's just, I mean, when she said she gave up the career for to make her husband mad, I was like, well, that's the one. That's the one right there. That's the proof. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. You gave up your career to make your husband mad. If it was so easy to give it up just to make somebody mad, it should be that easy to get it back. But she couldn't. She was even talking about how she had to cancel dates where she was going on a jazz tour. Oh, oh, were you friends with Jay-Z so you could do jazz later in life? (laughs) What? I mean, that's no different than... You know, Mace being a part of Bad Boys and then becoming a minister. But come on, man. The way this bitch speaks, there ain't no fucking way. There ain't no way. And dude, there's nothing more annoying when she claps before she thinks she says something profound. And the faces. The faces she makes when she thinks she's saying something. Oh my God, you broke through. Holy shit, no one else is gonna... You're. This is breaking news, bitch. The faces she makes is so cringe. It's like a person who just doesn't understand that that's not a good look. You're not going to change the world. You're not going to fix anything. You're not relevant enough. Like I said, if it was anybody who had a fucking name that was worth a damn, still sort of working today, and had been working for the last 10 years, maybe... Maybe we could be on your side, but when you're just, you've been a nobody for two decades, you just look like an upset artist. You look like somebody desperate for a job. It's the Aaron Carter, the fucking Amanda Bynes syndrome. Hey, I'm going to get a face tattoo so I can get in the fucking tabloids. It's the same thing. You're just doing it on the internet and you're doing it by spouting nonsense about people who don't even really remember you. That's going to be the sad part is all these people that are like, 50 cent being like what is a jaguar right i don't i've never heard of that you know p diddy being like i don't i've never heard of jack what is what who is that you know because with all these connections that she apparently has all these people that she's no she she knows and all these people she's seen do fucked up things you think simply to keep her quiet they would give her a job but even that's not happening so just another psycho fucking woman So just another psycho fucking artist trying to spout nonsense to get some sort of interest in what she's doing. And 
Even the artists that she recommended are probably upset that she brought up their names. Because she looks like a clown. I mean, the dude, watch the watch it, check it out. Tell me if you see the same thing, same things that I see, because it was baffling, absolutely baffling. And I watched all three hours, guys, three hours as she sits there in her camouflage pants, with her uh, what fruit bowl or something. She's the only one on camera, and and the best response from the guy behind the camera is. Mm. So, they should definitely have 500,000 subscribers on YouTube when their biggest response is, mmm. Because you know you want to argue. You're just saying, mmm, so you don't have to actually use words because she sounds like a lunatic. And it's like, why would she have it? <laughs> I just don't understand why anybody would believe her because why would she be the one to somehow get this information? You had to be taking part in it to get the information, right? But you weren't relevant. Nobody knows you. You weren't at these parties. You just were on the... Dude, I've done the same thing. I spent eight hours on the internet scrolling through fucking blood sacrifices and shit, finding out that Bill Cosby had his son killed and all this shit, and you're like, well, for sure, that's not good. But I never went to the internet and stated it as fact. So you look goofy. And I also never had a career in the industry, so I look even stupider. Where it's like all those people that you think are your friends aren't your friends. And did you... They're co-workers, man. What did you think? Jay-Z was going to keep shelling out money for you because you did a thing one time? Be consistent or be irrelevant, dude. It's that simple. You want to spend fucking 10 years just scrolling through YouTube... Looking at conspiracies about people you used to work with, people you could have called friends. And then to come out and say, nah, they're all an Illuminati, dude. Chris Brown's a clone, right? You just look stupid. No one's ever going to take you serious again, and your opportunity to possibly ever have a career again is gone. Because the reality is, and, and how I look at it is, remember when artists used to use their art to talk? Especially when you're a singer. You should use your lyrics. Write some lyrics. Write a song. Write a good-ass song about the fucked-up industry. But instead, she's like, nah, they're all stupid bitches. Fuck them. Come see me. I'm tough. I'm a five-foot-three lady. Come see me. Like, what the fuck? What's with this tough shit? Is that just a Philadelphia thing? Like, is that just what everybody in Philadelphia thinks? That they're just fucking hard asses? <laughs> like, it's still America, guys. You wouldn't last in the fucking... You know, Iraq, unless you've actually already been there in war. But as far as Philadelphia people are concerned, it'd be a lot hard. Passing a test to get into anything military-wise has to be difficult for somebody from Philadelphia. I'm just saying. It's no better here in the Midwest. But my point is, is the tough shit's got to stop. You're still a woman, okay? You're still a woman, and these people in the industry obviously have ties because you're already paranoid. If you're so tough, then why are you paranoid? If you're not scared, why are you paranoid? If you're not worried about somebody stepping to you, why are you paranoid? Listen to the story about her her running. Her and her husband getting in the car running about to shoot these motherfuckers and it turns out they had nothing. They just went on about their way. 
Like, how fucking ridiculous do you have to be? How much stupid shit do you have to stay on the computer for you to not be able to walk outside? It's just weird. And these are grown-ass people, people that used to have careers, and that's the saddest part. It's like you had a real legit career that your children could have been proud of. Now they have to be like, oh yeah, my mom's the crazy bitch on the internet. Saying stuff about Stevie Wonder, you know what I mean? Whatever the fuck it is. But check it out, dude. You know, you guys like when I recommend stuff that's entertaining, and as far as the King Von shit, not super entertaining, but this motherfucking, this Jaguar right, so fun. But the whole time I'm just taking notes like, okay, can't handle that. <laughs> Gotta bring that up. Gave up her career to make her husband mad. It's like, didn't you have kids and shit too? So you're like, I'm giving up all the money for food, school clothes, gas, to piss him off. Because that's what normal people do, right? That's what a person who would have all this information would do, right? This is the exact personality that gets blackballed from the industry. You're fucking crazy. Period. Nothing else to say about it. That's why nobody is, nobody's responding to anything she said. Not one person, I think, has responded. She's been on, like, six decent YouTube channels and podcasts and shit. Other than that, nobody's fucking with her. You know what I mean? Like, Vlad's not doing a fucking Jaguar Wright interview. Okay? <laughs> Therefore, you know, it's like, hey, please, remember me. Please. Here's, here's, how, here's how you get remembered, though. Do what it is that made you famous, Right? Do the shit that made you famous. If you're such a fucking good singer, put out another song then. If you're such a fucking talented artist, put out another song. Instead of talking a bunch of shit about artists that have clearly been more successful than you 20 times over. Because if this is your art, then use your art. Don't just use somebody else's platform to change exactly who you are. Right? Oh, but you're from Philly. Also, if you have to bring up where you're from to validate your toughness that's not tough right that doesn't oh yeah I'm from fucking Ireland alright so you're not in Ireland motherfucker what does that have to do with anything none of your friends are here oh I'm from Richard Allen okay what is that a fucking primary school it sounds like an elementary oh no it's a street with a bunch of shitty apartments on it cool that's not where you are and it's always the people that don't live in these places anymore that like think that they're so fucking hard, right? If you go there, probably some nasty motherfuckers, right? Gnarly motherfuckers, some people that will cause problems. But to just keep claiming it and you haven't lived there for 15 years? <laughs> you're not tough. Hard to believe anything you say. I'm from the Bronx. What the fuck is this, the 90s? Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm from North Philly. What does that mean? You wear a jacket all year? I don't get it. Explain. Richard Allen. And then, oh my God. Just the wackest personality, dude. I even left that comment. I was like, she seems to know a lot about a lot of other people's lives. What about hers? She's been too focused over the last decade fucking looking into all these other people's conspiracies instead of trying to write a new fucking hit. 
She's so good, though, right? She's so talented. If she was really talented and she wanted to get something out of it, she would probably try to sing on one of these fucking podcasts, one of these YouTube channels. Sing one fucking bar. Harmonize one thing. But even when she sings, she sings somebody else's music. So I guess it just boils down to the fact that nothing she's done is original. <laughs> nothing she's done is original. She does, oh, except for the pimp thing, where she put pimp in the middle of a word like nobody's ever done before. So creative. She'll be back in the game in no time. Jaguar Wright. Don't forget it. Check it out on YouTube. I mean, it's a Professor Griff type, type of situation, right? Like somebody from a, a group that got way bigger after they, they left, you know? And now you're upset because you didn't... What, what was he in? Fucking... Yeah, boy, what was that? Public Enemy. I think Professor Griff was a part of Public Enemy in the early days. And now he's just a fucking... Look at all the subliminal messaging and commercials <laughs> type of guy. Does... I don't even know if he's still alive, to be honest. I saw something recently that he was talking at a school. And that's the guy you want to have talking at a school. For sure. Pe they've been after him for years as well. Tried to burn his house down and shit. It's the same situation. It's like, oh, I was a part of the roots. Like I said, that's why I picked J.C. Chazé as the guy to be like, fucking Ron Perlman was a bad guy, dude. And you're like, yeah, we, we know. We already know. He died in prison. Oh, yeah. We took all our money. We know, J.C. That's just sort of what it is. Like, you're just saying shit that we know or somebody else has already said. But because you used to be a singer and you got a name like Jaguar, we got to pay attention. I don't know, guys. All I know is if I go any longer, I won't stop. Hope you enjoy this hour's worth of fucking free water. The best podcast and it's not. It's terrible. I hate it. But until next time, I'm Patty Broken Skull. This has been free water. When I am dead and have passed on to the next world, I want you to kiss my hairy buttocks.